Hi, it's Chris Malone from the 98.5 KTK Morning Show. A belated Happy New Year. Sorry, I have two boys that have been uh, having the crud go back and forth between them, and somehow I got sandwiched in between. And well, the weekend was supposed uh, Saturday was supposed to come back. I I got whatever they did, but I'm feeling a little bit better now. Um, it's not COVID, I promise. It's the flu. Yay, which is kind of uh, weird because the uh, my uh, my child's pediatrician had even said that uh, this year, uh, because we had such a mild flu season last year, that this year is going to be going uh, gangbusters, and uh, I can attest to it. It, it is, uh, it's bad. So here we go for uh, the recap today for Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. We talked, speaking of uh, viruses, where the CDC offered updated COVID quarantine guidelines as the Omicron uh, variant continues to surge in the U.S. It doesn't seem to be as potent as the Delta variant, but the problem is, is that it's making a lot of people sick and it's causing a lot of people to have to get out of work. In fact, I'm sure you've now noticed a lot of municipalities are pointing out that city workers have become sick, which means garbage pickup's going to be delayed. Uh, a lot of the delivery companies are saying that deliveries may be impacted because of people being sick. So because of all of this, the CDC has actually shorted, shortened the recommended time for isolation if you test positive for coronavirus from 10 days to 5 days to anyone who's uh, tested positive as long as they're asymptomatic. They say after 5 days staying home or isolating in some way, patients should still be able to or should still wear a mask around others for an additional 5 days. Now, as we know, the guidance changes uh, uh, as new information is discovered about COVID. Um, and uh, the whole idea is for us to uh, deal with this before overwhelming the healthcare system, which is already exhausted so far this year. So as of now, if you test positive for COVID-19, regardless of your vaccination status of being vaccinated or not vaccinated, you should isolate for the first five days to the minimum. If you have no symptoms, meaning you're asymptomatic, or your symptoms have resolved itself after five days, you can leave your house and continue to mask for five days to minimize the risk of infecting others. As soon as you begin to notice symptoms, you should immediately quarantine yourself until the negative test confirms those symptoms are not attributed to COVID-19. Now, if you've been exposed to someone who tests positive and are in yourself or fully vaccinated within the last six months or have actually had a booster, they say just wear a mask around for others for 10 days, you should be fine. Test five days after exposure, even if you have no symptoms. If you do develop symptoms, get a test and stay home. Now, if you're unvaccinated, stay home for five days regardless. Test on day five, if possible, to see what's going on. Well, see, having a dog, it's one of the joys in having a life, no matter how miserable your day could be. Uh, you come home, your dog, that's the best part of the day is you walking in that door. The problem is the dogs tend to tear up floors, carpets in particular. Ooh. They tear them up all the time. So you're thinking about putting some hardwood floor down. Uh, here's what the experts have to say about this here. They say your best bet is to consider a waterproof vinyl or laminate flooring, which are scratch-resistant, stain-resistant, easy to clean, and cost-effective. That's the best part. Tile is also good. That's scratch-resistant, water-resistant, and easy to clean, but it could be slippery for some older dogs and cause problems, so keep that in mind. They really do stay, say stay away from hardwoods, which liquids can cause damage. Scratch is easy and requires a lot more upkeep and maintenance. Marble, which is prone to stains and scratches, 
is probably a no-no as well. And since it's a a porous stone, standing water can really damage it. They say probably the best thing you can do is uh, ask your pet friends. Hey, you've got a hard floor, hardwood floor. What did you use? What is it? What's the brand? Uh, Where did you get it? Stuff like that. It talks about using your gift cards now. Um, even though that the holidays are over, I tend to hang on to gift cards kind of as my rainy day fund sometimes when, you know, sometimes the paychecks don't uh, work out right where you're just a little bit short and it's two days before you uh, need to get uh, paid. Well, that's where a gift card can really be helpful. The problem is, is generally, for the most of us, we forget about gift cards until we really don't need them. In fact, there's a 2015 study found approximately $1 billion in gift cards went unused, largely to them being lost, forgotten, or tucked away uh, with uh, the intent of using them on a rainy day. So the experts say really do use the gift cards as soon as possible. Uh, another reason they say to do that is just with the, 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 the climate and business today, the store that you love in the next six weeks could be gone. Could go bankrupt. If they go bankrupt, those gift cards generally are invalid or they close a lot of locations, which means you have to travel far distances to redeem that gift card. Things that are kind of going to kind of deter you from using a gift card. So go ahead and use them now. Um, I do know some friends of mine that are choosing to not consume any uh, alcohol this month in January. They call it j- uh, dry January or January. And what the idea is that, you know, because of the holidays, we gen- generally drank a little bit more than we normally should. And for the month of January, we're going to stop drinking to see how we feel. Well, if you're kind of a, a moderate drinker, which is one to two drinks a day on average, you're probably going to see some really good results. Perhaps a little bit of weight loss, a little better sleep at night, a little increased in energy level. There's some circumstances, though, for heavier drinkers or binge drinkers, it can actually be harmful. That's why you really should talk to your doctor about this. By the way, heavy drinkers... Uh, by the definition, consume more than four drinks per day. That's 14 drinks per week for guys or more than three drinks per day for women. Binge drinkers are consuming up to four drinks for women or five drinks for men within a two-hour period. If you fall into those two categories, consult a physician so you can get some medical support uh, for you to at least cut back or potentially even quit. Really good advice there. Um, They also talked about being more realistic with your goals for uh, dry January. Perhaps it is you still would like to drink. It's still nice to relax with a glass of wine every now and then. But perhaps you limit that to one night a week instead of five nights or four nights or whatever. Or perhaps stick to a particular budget. Or one of my favorite ones, never drink alone. Things that you can do to kind of... uh, Wean yourself away from the overindulgence of the holidays. Twins generally uh, rival about who was born first. You know, there's always one that was born a few minutes ahead of the other or maybe a few hours ahead of the other. But there's a pair of twins recently delivered at a California hospital. She achieved something that's pretty notable um, because of just how rare it is. Fatemi Miguel and Robert Torrio's son, Alfredo Antonio Torrio, was one of the last babies born in 2021. He was delivered about 15 minutes before the stroke of midnight on Friday. His twin, which would be his sister, Alvian Yolanda, was born just as the clock struck midnight, making her deliver and born in the year 2022. Here's where the siblings are very rare when it comes to twins. Their birthdays are not only do they fall on two separate days, but they're on different months, 
And they're also in different years. They say statistically, that's uh, basically one in two million. Pretty cool thing there. And then finally, um, we talked about TV, uh, you know, getting better and better, the high definition. It seems like you can almost reach out and touch whatever's on there. And we talked about um, TVs becoming uh, something that we really sent when watching. But there's a developer in Japan that says not only can, uh, forget scent, I can actually have you taste that apple that's on that TV. He calls his invention the Taste the TV Device, or TTTV. And it basically has 10, canister, 10 canisters uh, that each contain a flavored spray. The sprays uh, in combination can create different flavors. So the, when you uh, they get deployed upon a disposable plastic sheet that covers your TV screen. So if you decide you see an apple or a strawberry, an orange, or a beef stroganoff on TV, you can push a button. The machine will do as best as it can to mimic that particular taste on the sheet of plastic. You give it a lick. How cool will you be looking, licking the, licking the TV set? Uh, and he says that uh, according to uh, his uh, press release, the, it's a prototype phase. Um, it would take roughly $875 to manufacture the commercial TT TV so you can lick away on your TV screen. I'll take a hard pass on that one. So there it is, our recap for Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. I'm Chris Malone. Thanks so much for listening. Of course, I welcome your feedback to Chris dot malone at odyssey.com that's a-u-d-a-c-y-m on the air 5 a.m to 10 a.m weekday mornings here on 98.5 ktk